Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Sisters, let love be sincere. Hate what is evil. Hold on to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection. Anticipate one another in showing honor. Do not grow slack in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Endure in affliction. Persevere in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the holy ones. Exercise hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Have the same regard for one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Do not be wise in your own estimation. The word of the Lord. Among you is the great and holy one of Israel. God indeed is my savior. I am confident and unafraid. My strength and my courage is the Lord, and he has been my savior. With joy you will draw water at the fountain of salvation. Give thanks to the Lord, acclaim his name among the nations, make known his deeds, proclaim how exalted is his name. Sing praise to the Lord for his glorious achievement. Let this be known throughout all the earth. Shout with exultation, O city of Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Mary set out and traveled to the hill country in haste to a town of Judah where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Most blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leaped for joy." Blessed are you who believe that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. And Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. From this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever." Mary remained with her about three months and then returned to her home. The Gospel of the Lord. The Feast of the Visitation was started among Franciscans. St. Bonaventure got it started in 1263. In 1389, Pope Urban IV made the Visitation a universal feast. This feast then, the second joyful mystery of the rosary has been with us for a long time. The young Virgin Mary was visited by the angel Gabriel who told her she would conceive and bear a son, the Messiah, and that she was blessed among women. Upon hearing this splendid news, what did our 
lady do? Did she throw a party for herself or go get her hair done? No. Luke wrote she set out in haste to go help her cousin Elizabeth. The Latin has it this way. Rising up in those days, she went with haste. The Latin word for rising is exurgens, as in a, a surge of power. And that is most appropriate, is it not? This handmaid of the Lord, full of grace, had just been impregnated by the Holy Spirit. A commentator wrote, how lyrical that is, the opening sentence of St. Luke's description of the visitation. We can feel the rush of warmth and kindness, the sudden urgency of love that sent that girl hurrying over the hills. Those days in which she rose on that impulse were the days in which Christ was being formed in her. The impulse was his impulse. Perhaps we like to picture Our Lady walking by herself on her way to Elizabeth, but that's not very likely. She was 12 or 13 years old. The trip was 80 miles or so south. It's not very realistic to think she traveled unaccompanied, without any protection. Perhaps St. Joseph was with her as part of a, a caravan or a group from Galilee that traveled on the main north-south highway. The virgin then was most likely part of a procession. Three weeks out is the feast of Corpus Christi. Since the 13th century, right around the beginnings of the Feast of the Visitation, the church has had Corpus Christi processions. The feast features the faithful marching in public, witnessing to their belief in the most blessed sacrament, which is carried in the procession. Bishop Sheen once noted that the first Corpus Christi procession occurred when the Virgin Mary rose up, carrying our dear Lord and processed in haste to the hill country of Judea. It is beautiful to ponder on the selfless, sinless Virgin Mary, hurrying to help and comfort Elizabeth, who at her age was probably a little anxious and scared about having her baby. But at Holy Mary's greeting, the infant leaped in Elizabeth's womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. You see, it was more than just a visit. It was a visitation. God looked with favor on his lowly servant, this daughter of Zion. May we always look to her with confidence whenever we get anxious and scared. For she carried the body of Christ, the Corpus Christi, in her sacred womb. Let us call out to Our Lady, full of grace. She will rise up in haste and come to our aid, helping and comforting us.